0: Everybody, welcome to Between the Sheets here on UBN Go. You can always look us up and friend us at Between the Sheets Podcast. I, I'm so nervous. I, Mark Helgenberger here and I work with her for 30 years, but why am I nervous? Um, <laughs> so uh, you can follow us, as I said, at Facebook Between the Sheets Podcast, Between the Sheets Podcast.com, YouTube, we're everywhere. So we have Cheryl in the house, our local and loving psychic Psychic medium, medium, we have Mara, talented artist in the house, we have Cara, I just have her on for her accent.
1: Um, (laughs) This week I'm a singer.
0: I have Tony, Tony's in the house tonight running the boards, and then of course I have a very good friend of mine who I love and adore, I've known her for 30 years. We actually are working on a show together It's CBS's new show called All Rise, so check it out. Um, you play a, like a, one of those big judges, don't
2: you? Officially, I'm a supervising judge, which means I'm in charge of all the other judges.
1: You are a glamorous judge, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to TV. Exactly. Take me to court.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But Marg and her publicist, Lori Glass, who's sitting in the shadows, she may come up and say hi later. She's taking pictures and being a wonderful publicist. So, thank you, also, my dear.
3: Thanks for um, coming. They
0: brought Whispering Angel Wine yes. for us Woo, to drink tonight. And so I would like to toast Marg and oh. Lori. Thank you very toast. much for joining us. You're our first celebrity toast. superstar oh, really? guest. Well, yes.
4: honored. Yes. Yes. We're honored. We're yes. honored. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah. Celebrity. Oh, nice. Oh,
0: thank
2: more. More.
4: <laughs>
0: Let's start off with everyone wanting to know what her sign is. And I'm Ooh. pretty sure... She's a Scorpio. Are you just guessing that? Or well, you know. No,
3: I
4: looked it up. Now if Cheryl said it, it would be it would be like for real. Yeah, it would be for real if I said it, because I have no idea. I'm like. Are we going there with signs? Already?
0: Okay. Signs. So um, just wanted to put that out there because a lot of our people, they just we started this joke or with the signs, so we just might as well say that you're a Scorpio. So you're good in bed, I hear, because Scorpios usually are.
4: Scorpios are very psychic, by the way. Are they very intuitive? Oh. So you probably do a lot of that in your work.
2: Right? Uh, well, yes, intuition yeah. does come in handy. Yeah. For mm-hmm. yes. Yeah. My profession. Yeah. But um, yeah, I, I've heard that before that we're psychic, but I can't really say that I, you know, can really predicts
0: yeah. things. But does your gut really? work? Ye- yes. So that's sort of the same Probably. thing.
1: It is the same thing, right? Yep. It's yes. a basis of the same thing. Yeah. We've all got that, right?
4: Yeah, yeah, Going yeah. And listening to your gut, maybe you're just better at it, I think, maybe. Scorpios are better at it listening to their gut, you know. Uh, yeah, natural. my gut sucks. I say it, Whenever <laughs> my
0: gut says, I do the opposite, because I'm screwed both ways, so it doesn't really matter.
4: What do you
3: mean?
0: Like if... There's a decision to be made. I'm a Capricorn, okay? So there's a decision to be made. First of all, I spend weeks overthinking it, like to the very detail, every possible aspect, which way it could go. But very that's analytical. What, very But that's what I do at photo shoots, so I think that's why I do well at CBS and doing what I do, because I'm very analytical, very methodical, very logical, because when I go to the shoot, I have planned out every disaster that could possibly happen. So when it does happen, if it does happen, I've got a plan in
5: place. But yeah, the, I mean...
0: A, that's
2: it's good to have that that yeah but you can also
5: look at you now because you just improv this whole show you know i mean well there is like i said there is calculated um (laughs) i look like i
0: improv but you know i usually don't but instead of me let's talk about our guest yes yes so you are from hold on some you're from nebraska
2: Wow. I am. I'm from North Bend, Nebraska. Nice. Population 1,200. Still? Oh what? Uh, yeah, <laughs> it hasn't it hasn't budged much. In fact, it's probably smaller.
0: It's obviously be. not a lot of Catholics there because <gasps> there are a lot of Catholics there. Oh. Well, uh, how come they're not procreating? Well, okay, because it's, well,
2: I, well, no, I, no, no. I you're the expert. I, Go ahead. Grew, I, grew, I grew up Catholic. Okay, and um, I'm sorry. So did I. Mm, <laughs> I know I'm a fallen Catholic.
3: Uh,
5: are you? As <laughs>
0: yeah, well? oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, um, yeah but, fuck, I am. Oh, oh <laughs> cuss jokes <laughs> right now. All right, all right, well, Come on, let Mark finish. I'll Sorry. go dig Woo, for whoop. my money.
2: <laughs> um, but some, of, and I was a farming community, right? Mm-hmm. So l- most of the kids I went to high school with were farm kids, right? And they all they had large families. It was common for families to be eight. There was one family that mm. was 11 children, and they oh. all worked on the farm. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, they would. But now I think, you know, they. there are some families that still are having a lot of children, I have to say. My guess then, is it's
1: 20 families, and there's 800 children. Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> a lot of it is that. There's a yeah. Manuel family in North Bend. They There was a lot of siblings and they all had many children and then all those children had children and
0: oh, you know wow. yeah so I'm not going to ask why you left because it seems obvious <laughs> 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 but, yeah, but, but when did you get the acting <laughs> bug? when did you think you like when did you know this was going to be your path I mean did you start out this way no no I mean you know
2: because I a can't small see town, I mean in
0: those days yeah. you know
2: I'm I've been around, you know, um, the professions that, um, girls would go into uh, if they were you know, thinking about, you know, going to college or whatever was nursing, mm-hmm. teaching, dental technician. Um, I, my mother was, is, was a nurse. So mm-hmm. it, that is a good profession. Yeah, you it get is a job yeah. anywhere. Right. And, uh, you know, Nebraskans think very practically and, you know, so that's what I was going to do. And I took all the you know the requisite science courses I was supposed to, to, to leading up to going to nursing school, and um, but then I had been like maybe my sophomore, junior, sophomore, junior year I got recruited by the English teacher who had just was new to like the school. recruited in what way?
3: Well, I mean, <laughs> she had... No
2: okay, oh, it was a she? she okay, was okay, never mind. New. She was new, right? She was new to the school, and of course, you know, like when you're. Fifteen and sixteen, like somebody who's probably right out of college. Mm -hmm. So she's like twenty-three or twenty-four. They seem so much older. Was it Catholic school? No, it was. It was a. Oh, you were spared. Yeah. Yes. because there wasn't There was no parochial school in my hometown. It was so small. But I did go to catechism until I was eighteen. Oh, joy. I don't know what that
1: is. It's it's a club in Denver. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
3: Let
1: me get out there to catechism.
5: (laughs)
2: Okay, um, uh, so, um, anyway, so so the Marianne Von Ryan was her name. She was wanting to start a a drama, a a speech and drama program at the high school, and she needed students, and she said, please, please, I think you'd be good at this, blah, 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 which led to, you know, me doing, like, duet acting, and then interpretation of drama, and then, of course, doing the plays and musicals, but I... I, it wasn't something i sought it was something that like i got pulled into and then of course like what happens to a lot of people you know you get bitten by the bug and mm. but then you know it's like i didn't know anybody who made a living as an actor I mean, right. you know, well yeah because right. they <laughs> were so far
0: removed yeah. it's like i'm not there i mean if you were in hollywood or you or you lived even in new york or hollywood yeah. chicago chicago yeah. anyway you go yeah sure but Ooh, nebraska
2: my... really yeah yeah <laughs> and No, i didn't know anybody i remember going to like dinner theater productions in omaha um, oh uh, Yeah, time. what yeah, was that? And, like? uh, <laughs> I mean, you know, it was, I Guess it was con- coming from the little town. I was. It's it was sort of exciting, mm-hmm. you know, to to see these dinner theater productions, you know. Um, and I, they obviously made a salary, but not not big, not a big. I mean, not enough to support yeah. themselves, but um. So anyway, I ended up going. So I, huh. I'm telling okay. you, the show is like this. I, I, put on okay. your seatbelt, So, belt, so then I got bitten by the <laughs> bug, and then like my senior year, I'm checking out schools to go to, and. One of them was this all-girls ca- Catholic. Oh, yes. my. You even so consider it. Well, my mother. Okay, thank you. Yeah. My mother, <laughs> thank she says, oh, they have a good nurse four-year nursing program. Ooh. And oh. it's in Yankton, South Dakota. Oh, geez. Is that a step and up? We went to visit it in, like, Dead Mid-February, which, where it's like Jeez. bleak as bleak can get because it's just so cold and there's not a leaf on a, the tree and all the grass is brown. You know what I mean? It's just dead winter. Yeah. And I, I went to visit this college and it was like 350 students, all girls, <sighs> in the middle of nowhere. And oh, I just my. thought, oh, it was just like one of these. It was like almost like a, a punch to the gut. It yeah. It just so like, oh, my God, I can't do that. I can't. I can't yeah. no i can't I, I will like uh get su- suffer from severe depression or something
0: well worse you could be a lesbian too <laughs> <laughs> i only say that because i
5: am okay yeah. i can say lesbian jokes because i yeah. am okay? lesbianism <laughs> and depression are one, one and the same because <laughs> <laughs> you obviously
0: haven't been to west hollywood lately but go
2: ahead <laughs> Is that where most
0: of the lesbians live in West Hollywood? No, West. Ho-
2: well, lesbians. I mean, it used to be Boys Town. Well, it still it is Boys Town. It's I mean,
0: yeah. the lesbians move to the Valley mostly. Did oh. They do move to the Valley. Okay. okay. They
5: come out sometimes, though. And but they if frequent... they're
0: in a. But if they're in a couple, you never see no, them. No,
5: that's weird. If they were in a couple to go out, but yeah. Sometimes they do. So anyway, wow, wait a minute. <laughs> Lesbian couples don't go. Out with well, you. they well, do and they don't. I don't know if I had one. If I had a lesbian if I was part if of a, had lesbian, <laughs> I, if you you a lesbian, you a lesbian. I, know, I'm pretty much <laughs> I would not want. I, I I hate going out to the scene, even being single. And if I had a special someone, I wouldn't want to be going out to the scene. But anyways, look at the life you could have had over there if you hadn't moved <laughs> yeah. to Hollywood. Yeah. Wow. You I know God. what? I have to say, I've never said
0: this to anyone, but I'm really <laughs> jealous. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh man! So that like, I, I that that did it. That yeah. did. It. I, and I said to my parents that night at the dinner table. It was like a long drive. It was like a two-hour drive back from Yankton to Oof. North Bend, and I did. I don't think I don't remember saying a word. I was just so kind of like, this devastated or like mm-hmm. I don't know, just weirded out by the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I so I said to them at the I at the dinner table. I said I I, I can't. I just. I can't do this. It just doesn't feel right. I said, I want to go to a state college in Nebraska for a couple years, a liberal arts major, and see what happens. And um, my dad was like, "Eh." Doesn't surprise me in the least. I like, <laughs> yeah, knew the writing was on. The, my mom, of course, was, you know, yeah. she was the nurse, yeah. whatever. But then, so I did. I went to this a school in Carney, Nebraska, called Kearney State College, which is now part of the University of Nebraska system. Mm-hmm. And um, I did a lot of plays and musicals and did very well. And then my high school boyfriend was applying to Northwestern University in the in this program that was six, uh, a a pre-med med med program, which was six years. So it was like an accelerated program. And he said, I'll send you a, uh,
3: I'll
2: get you an application for the school of speech. Because they, they supposedly have this good, you know, um, theater department, blah, blah, blah. And I said, okay, sure. So I filled out, filled out the application, sent it off. And um, I actually... You know, went in for the interview. Went to Evanston, where Evanston, mm-hmm. Illinois, and I got. He did not get accepted. <gasps> so that's he the worst. He did get accepted. And I, oh. I did, I did. Oh, no. But, but he, he's done very well. He's a like a well-known eye surgeon in um, Omaha. So goodness. You know. Yeah, so that's so the, the the Northwestern, I guess, because it then and still does have a very prestigious, very nice uh, theater program. And yeah. um, I was with, in fact, Julie Louis Dreyfus was there when I was there, and I don't know, small world. Mm-hmm. She is some talent. She's lovely. oh my god. Yeah, I know she is a comic genius. <laughs> uh, just she's got her timing and yeah. her. She's just, you know, yeah, and she was she was like uh, you know. Pretty, you know, you, you could see it then. Mm-hmm. Um, she was in the improv troupe at Northwestern, oh, okay. which was such a boys club. It was either, you know, these, all these boys or it was, um, you know, heavy, heavy set women. You know, they like didn't have it. Where <laughs> Julia, she got in as a freshman <gasps> okay. and uh, she could keep up with those guys, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, she just was a natural.
0: Yeah. No, she, I mean, she, we had her for a minute on our network and she was wonderful.
2: <sighs> yeah, she was great on that show. She won an Emmy. And the show did got you? canceled. No, drink to is that. Was it just one that she? Won? I mean, she's won so many. She's got on a CBS. Like, it was oh Old Christine. Yeah, yes. the new adventures of Old Christine. It's a that fun show. Was, yeah. Yes, and she was, you know, she's incapable of being bad. No, and then yeah. Veep
0: is amazing. I know, I know. Loves that show. I
2: mean, she's I love just
0: it. great. But enough about her. She's not yeah. on my show. <laughs> <Yeah>. Um
2: but I did. So I was around, you know, the curriculum, and then some of the teachers, <laughs> you <Yeah>, know, like any <laughs> school. Some of the teachers are good, and some aren't. But but the students, you know, they're just also, like, talented and focused oh. and m- motivated and ambitious. And um, it's, you know, that energy. And mm-hmm. You feed off that energy. And um, so I uh, – and then I, while there, I was in a production of The Taming of the Shrew um, and was seen by a casting agent there, which oh. led to the – A screen test
0: for a soap opera. Ryan's Hope. Ryan's Hope, yes. Which I loved. (laughs) Did you? I was, oh my God. I used to, I was, Mike, I was a Channel 7 or ABC soap person. It was Ryan's Hope, All My Children, Mm -hmm. General Hospital. Mm -hmm. I don't think I missed one.
2: Well, I think there was that show called Loving.
0: Oh, I don't remember that one.
2: Yeah, that but was. But you weren't uh, on
0: that one, so who cares? No,
2: no, but it was <laughs> like, it's. Because uh, Ryan's Hope and Loving were half hours. Uh, right. And the other ones were an hour. That, that was the heyday of soap opera. I know. That wait, was, wait, wow, Courtney's, right? So,
0: wait, who played your father?
2: Bernie Barrow.
0: Bernie Barrow. And And then... And
2: Helen Gallagher played my mother. Right. I used to
0: love her. Yeah.
2: She was great. I mean, I didn't know her. I just loved her. Maeve. Maeve Ryan. Maeve Ryan. Yes, Mm -hmm. yes, yes.
0: Now, didn't we... Hold on. Didn't... I'm trying to think. Ryan's hopes. Because they're all blurs and I'm very old.
2: Some of the actors
0: that... You know who passed through that show? Who?
2: Who? Uh, That were, you know, either did a six-month thing or a year thing... christian slater oh wow. really when he, what he was, was boy? when he was a teenager uh-huh. wow. yeah he was 16 and his there mother go. mary joe slater was a casting agent wow oh i know oh. his mom i mean mary I know, joe? yeah okay yeah. Uh-huh. wait
0: was hold on was who was the other woman i'm trying i'm gonna I'm probably opal was that you or was that all my children
2: that was on my children. children. I, okay, sorry, I, I, but I know yeah. She, Dorothy. Yeah, whatever her yes, name is. Yeah, because yes, I, I, yes. I
0: confused them. But I remember. Yeah, I remember you on Ryan's Hope.
2: Yeah, it was a good experience. You know, um, but... it's
0: hard. Soap operas are hard. That's what yeah, people don't are. understand. Yeah. It's daily. Yes, and sometimes you don't really get the scripts in advance like okay. you do a series. But the series, you don't even get them that much. Well, in in it advanced. depends on wow. who's writing it. Like, you are just
2: not
5: shooting the whole episode. In correct. One day.
2: You know, like you do on soap mm-hmm, operas. Mm-hmm.
5: You played, was it a cop on that one? Saibahan? Or what was the character?
3: Siobhan. Oh, Shib- Shib-
5: right? Siobhan. Said from the Jew that, in the that, corner. I don't know. But
2: that's an Irish, Irish spelling. Yes, yeah. yes. It was Siobhan, it was pronounced Siobhan. Um, but S-I-O-B-H-A-N. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I was the youngest Ryan child. It was, it, it was unique soap opera in that it was... Um, set in New York City as opposed to these fictitious things uh-huh. like poor Charles or whatever and it was a good you know it was a good experience for the most part I mean I still have I'm still friends with some of the people that I huh. worked with how
4: long how long were you on that show wow. I was on it for
2: three and a half years three and a half right. years. yeah and it and it Fantastic. shot in New York and you know it was that was a fun time to be in New York yeah. you know it yeah. was uh, the 80s. 80s
5: yes yeah. everything was just yeah. <laughs> loud <laughs> the world and beautiful. should
2: be
0: now what new york was in the, the 80s oh and god. it would be it such was so a better crea- place it was so creative
2: did you do studio
0: 54
2: you know it was kind of past its heyday okay when i got there limelight yeah the slime light the slime light i went to
0: the slime i went to the slime light, I I to to the slime light too area to area oh my god area Remember and, the um, remember area used to have that moat and uh, Sylvia Miles who just passed away was yeah. always there looking into that moat and remember they had <laughs> those things with the Rams head naked women like in trapeze across the oh yes yeah. yes yes and, and the danceateria perf- danceateria yeah um, um, yeah there
2: was a bunch of them there I was mean, there was
0: so much fun yeah a lot of fun
2: clubs I mean I'm sure there's still some really fun clubs but it was just it's so different now you yeah know? I mean it's it's just uh, it's well, not, Times it's just corporate, you know. But
3: Times
0: Square has like an M&M store, really? I know. Do you remember? Well, you must. Remember 42nd Street? <laughs> Nathan's Hot Dogs. Remember Nathan's Hot Dogs and oh, Times Square? So we used to drive in from Jersey. My mother's car I used to park it, pray to God. Where no, in Jersey are you from? North Bergen. Okay. Right. Uh, oh. Right after the Holland and Lincoln mm-hmm. Tunnel, next right. to Hoboken. Right. So I used to drive my mother's car in because she never knew I was driving into New York. Right. I would pray to God where I parked it: a, it wouldn't get towed, and b, the hubcaps would still be on. <laughs> True story. Yeah, I believe <laughs> it. And then on the way in, at about back home at about four thirty, five o'clock, before we went into the tunnel, we'd stop at Nathan's, go down to the basement with all these weird guys and stuff, and use the restroom before we got into the tunnel. But New, mm-hmm. but Times Square was wonderful back then. That mm-hmm. seating. I loved yeah. that well, it.
2: Well, 40 fec- 42nd Street was, you know, it was prostitutes, it was just and, and just drug dealers. And yeah. But and but, it but, but here's the, the 80s, the thing, though, it was, was, the 80s. Wow. But here's the thing, though it was, you know, it was it had a dangerous element, but there were cops everywhere. Yeah. Is that right? So, you know, there was like the cops knew this all was going down and it was like this you know unspoken kind of c- code between so you could you could feel sort of like confident walking down like this uh, drug infested yep. prostitute yep. infested street and no you weren't going to be yeah, bothered felt safe
4: completely feel felt safe. yes
2: there. yes i mean they would say hmm. under their breath the drug dealers like smoke 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 whatever yeah. you know
1: but you know you
2: just, you just ignore it. You just ignore it. But they, they would never
1: like, come, like, cost you. Never. 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 But that gorgeous show, The Deuce, have you seen that? uh uh-uh. yes. now. Yes. yes, yes. so good. It's 70s, but I mean, it's the same. Where New York was scrubby. Yeah. It was oh, great. Yeah, it was oh. really grubby. Yeah. I loved dirty. it. Dirty. Oh, my Love God. Dirty.
2: I was, I this, found this old picture, <laughs> or my mom had it or something, of me in the subway when I was living there in the car, subway car. And it was, you know, you can't, it's just like covered in graffiti. <laughs> covered mm-hmm. yep. everywhere every square inch mm-hmm. but like everything's so clean and pristine i mean that part i like actually yeah the no, things no. are but you know. you know it's still it lost
0: something yeah i it did it's too it's kind of like you know even in neighborhoods and stuff yeah know, then all the neighborhoods are, are not as gentrified yeah. and they're just all icky uh, but yeah. good but nice and clean now but icky
2: yeah so when did you, you know go- my ex-husband's from did we ever
0: talk about this is this alan alan rosenberg yeah he's from passaic I didn't know. See, now, I worked When I worked with Alan on Sybil. <laughs> <laughs> I got to know Alan well on Sybil. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, that yeah, was that a was one. One. That was fun times. Mm-hmm. And then um, I worked on The Guardian. Oh, the Guardian? yeah, yeah, for so a was minute, on The Guardian as just well. Just for a minute. But, yeah. Um, I didn't know he was from New Jersey. I don't think we ever got that deep. Oh, yeah, Passaic. Hmm. Yeah, so... Um, so I, I've been to Passaic many times, and, and oh, that's uh, another hot spot. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> and, <laughs> it's uh, like Nebraska. <laughs> yeah, and
2: that Ruts Hut hot dog. Oh yeah, Ruts Hut. Yeah, yeah. I... We'd, we'd always have to stop at Ruts Hut and get a deep fried hot dog. Mm.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's kind of oh, gross. Yeah, it's it, kind of it's gross. gross. Yeah.
2: Oh. but it kind of was tasty.
0: Yeah, it's always good. anything <laughs> fried is tasty. <laughs> anything <laughs> true? Anything fried is tasty. Yeah. Oh, my god. So when did you get from New York? So I know there's some time, but like Ryan's Hope to China Beach.
2: Okay, so I left Ryan's Hope. I was still in New, in New York, and um, you know, I kind of finished when well, shortly before pilot season was starting, uh, the, that year, which was oh my god, well, nineteen eighty-six. <laughs> I want to say, oh my god, and um, I got cast in a pilot that was for CBS. Which one? you Remember? Yes, Go it ahead. was called Shell Game. <gasps> And it was kind of a Moonlighting-esque, you know, like a romantic comedy sleuthing kind of a thing. Who was was your co-star? Margot Kidder. Oh, it was a girl. Oh, wow. Well, I mean, yeah, I wow. she, okay, Margot Kidder and this guy James Reed were like, you know, the Bruce Willis Sybil Shepard of that show. And then there was the three of us, uh, Chip Zion, who's a New York stage actor, uh-huh. really good stage actor, and a couple of other actors that I'm kind of blanking on their names. But, um. They're probably dead it. It anyway.
0: was short. <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> hey, oh my everybody, God. hold on one second. If you want to call in and talk to us or Marg, <laughs> Dial, hold on, 323-524-2599. 323 2599 Continue. <sighs> okay. <laughs> so I
2: got cast in a pilot, not knowing I so I was flown to Los Angeles and stayed at the Sheridan Universal. Yeah. Yep. Well, they, yep. they they put us up, put me up. And you know oh. who was you know who was um, at poolside when i was there oh, I, no. I know i know i Here's saw a him hint. who
1: bold oh lived there
2: he correct did. he did he did live there yes Isn't i bizarre? was seeing like in the breakfast the cafe or whatever yeah, the no but at the yeah. but at at the at poolside um, was uh, Chris Noth?
0: <gasps> oh, was he yeah. good looking back then? Yeah, he
2: was. Yeah, he was handsome. Probably. But you know, I I knew of him because he was a friend of a friend or something like that. But he was like really boring and arrogant. And I mean, I've worked with Chris since then, and he's a nice
0: guy. You know, He's I like. He's still Chris. boring and arrogant. Okay, no, I don't right. you know. know what? What? No, no, I just move on. No, no, from Chris. no. no. Okay. I like Chris. I
2: like Chris. I would work with him anytime, any day. You know, I actually, what was I? Did I see him on recently? You haven't
0: slept with him though.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you do not have to answer that.
5: I'm sure it was boring if you did. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my god, that's hilarious!
2: Um, but yeah, remember that distinctly. We were having this conversation about like Aikido, which I was pra- I was studying Aikido at the time. You know, the yeah. mar- the Japanese martial mm-hmm. art in a dojo in in uh, uh, New York, down in like the Chelsea area or something. But. Um, Anyway, so I, so I shot the pilot and then you know go back to New York and do doing my thing and and, um, and then lo and behold it gets picked up, right So it did? yeah, it got picked up and for six for six episodes
0: <laughs> okay. which do they do that anymore? No, so they sometimes they'll do summer series. Oh so maybe it was was it, did it go, no. did it launch like it was some, like
5: a, a yes. fall launch? Yes and yes. that means they probably didn't have hope. They didn't have Ryan's Hope.
2: <laughs> <laughs> they <didn't>. uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, they didn't. They, no, okay. I'll tell you. But was the, Margot Kidder not, nuts? Beca- like, was, uh, was, she yeah, was she Superman was, nuts? Uh,. Why, those stories For, legendary about her
0: being nuts on Superman set? I mean, she was all over. Like, I guess she went like... I mean, I think she had a mental illness. Yeah, I do she believe did. she had a mental illness. Yeah. But I was wondering... Because, I mean, I think it was later controlled, or you get mm-hmm. controlled... To, to, but I thought, was wondering if she sort of was a little wacky back she then. She was
2: wacky, but she wasn't... She was professional, you know. But she was not... Uh, yeah, it wasn't like anything that was so, oh, my yeah. God, that yeah. we were, like, worried about. Um, mm. But um, anyway no yeah cbs i guess didn't have that much faith in the show because Mm they 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 it aired on a thursday night when when thursday was owned by nbc Uh. Mm -hmm. it was the cosby show it was family family ties ties, and Mm -hmm. like those are the with the two big ones Mm -hmm. that i remember and you know and that was when you really really relied on nielsen ratings so it just you know, tank tanked immediately. We're,
3: um, un- we're
1: unlikely to see any reruns of the Cosby show, are we really? Thank it's God. It's not going to come back, is it? <sighs> no.
5: <laughs> I, have they pulled them all?
1: I would imagine. I, yeah. I see
5: them all over. Um, oh. Actually, I don't really know if they're on like, like Netflix or Hulu, but I see them like going for five ninety nine for the season at Target. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <Yes. Right? laughs> if anyone wants to actually get them. <sighs> yeah. I know. I and mean, he ruined everything for me. I'm sorry, but like that uh, I can't watch the show anymore, but growing up, uh, that was the lineup. Oh, it was, was Cosby show. show, Family Ties Another with Alex show. P Keaton, Michael J. Fox. Yeah. And it was yeah. a major yeah. crush on him. Um he was so and then cute on that he show. was cute. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. Adorable. I yeah. loved his character. I loved that whole show it was great. Yeah. So sorry. Go back to you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, I Diverse. mean so, so. all about Mara for a minute. Now we go all
2: about <laughs> I feel better now. <laughs> But yeah, so it was uh, you know. So but you know who was all one of the writers on that show who was, was the first time I work had worked with him was John Wells. Oh, and John Wells who you know went on to. You know, ER and West Wing, and on and on and on. Shameless and directs films and so on. Um, but I knew him from China Beach. You know, I was like going we to say that was
0: the connection. Yes,
2: that was the that was the connect. That was the only connection I had to anybody was uh, on China Beach was was John Wells. But I don't know if he was uh, he wasn't on the pilot. Well, I guess most people, you know, they get hired on after yes. the pilot. The writers, the writers, and stuff. But then, yeah, the, so then I went and moved on to China Beach and. Um, uh, did a few episodic guest starring as uh, like Matlock and um, oh my God, Matlock! That was, uh, this episode was a two-parter. It was this two-parter, oh. se- uh, like season opener. ooh, I like that. And you know that was a very popular show. Yes, look. Be careful. Well,
5: my husband found it a couple Christmases ago. <laughs> <laughs> like, in our like family home down in Florida, he's flipping the channels and I'm still sleeping. He's like. Hey, that looks
4: like Mark. Hey, that is
3: Mark.
4: <laughs> 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 Matt Oh, Locke.
2: my God. Yeah, Matt yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm. And um, anyway, it was Andy Griffith and yep. uh, oh, he was, he... Matt, Matt Locke. And, you know, he was already at that point, yeah. 80. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, but, but close. I mean, he was. He, I think he, he was, was in an older his, gentleman. Yes. I think know? he was in his. What year are we talking seventh, about? This would have
0: been 90s. No, no, this was before China Beach. Okay, so this was probably eighty-seven. And the and the uh, Andy Griffith show was in the fifties, right? And he was like, 30 oh, you mean, then. Mayberry R.F.D. Yeah, yeah. So that's like if he was thirty, then it's
5: probably eighty. Eighty, you I right. was right. You are.
0: Seventy, maybe, maybe seventy. In his, he was
2: probably in his seven. Mm-hmm. Anyway, but so like <laughs> when I, I uh, at one point, I guess like at lunch, whatever you know, and he was a lovely guy, Mm -hmm. but he, he wanted, he says, Oh, I'd like to, he says, let me introduce you to this young woman who's like my age Mm -hmm. at the time. Like I was like 27 or something. And, um, he introduced her as his, his wife. And I was like, I, I thank God I, I had the foresight or whatever, the presence of mind not to start Laughing because I thought he was joking. <laughs> right, but what's
0: right, even more— but you know it. what? What's even more yeah, horrifying well, is to look at them and, and just automatically picture them in bed. No. Yeah. Well, and, <laughs> she, and she wasn't like you know. Was like, she good looking? She she was like a real like
2: you normal? know country a country girl. Okay, normal. a normal girl. Yeah, a normal girl. Yes, and, and was he par- related
0: to her?
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh. <That's disgusting. laughs> That's <weird>. Perhaps. Perhaps <laughs> I don't
2: know. But um, yeah, no, he was definitely yeah. I, that was shocking to me that he was married to a, a woman so young, and I mean, she was from like North Carolina, where he, where I think he's was. Originally I think he's from. from there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, so China, but China Beach kind of changed the game for me yeah. in terms of uh, just getting seen for a lot of other things, you know. But that it was, was groundbreaking
0: television.
2: Yeah, it was. It was. It was. Um, for those of you who don't know, it was set t- during the Vietnam War, and it was set at a, um, a an R and R base that was really, really existed in right. in uh, Vietnam near Da Nang, and um, it also, well, for I guess you know, dramatic purposes, the creators of the show, John Sacred Young and Bill Broyles, they added a triage unit to um, to the to the compound. the original place was strictly R&R because it was Mm. gorgeous beach which I eventually, I finally made it to the real China beach. Oh, you did? Yes, about two years ago. Oh, wow. Yes, yes. I I took a, went from Japan because my my son was was, uh, teaching in Japan for two years and he met his, you know, future wife. They're now married. Um, a Japanese girl named Miki, and so he had a week off from uh, over Christmas time. So we all went down to Cambodia and then Vietnam. And oh wow! Yeah, that was amazing. But yeah, the experience on on, on China Beach because it was the the writing was just so was very good, and uh, had, the characters were interesting. I played this character that was named Casey Casey from Casey, who was. Um, just a fascinating character. I mean, you never knew why she was, how she got to Vietnam, why she was in Vietnam. She wasn't a nurse. She wasn't in the army. She wasn't a, you know, a USO performer. She wasn't with the Red Cross, but she was somehow gotten there, whether it was like mm-hmm. under the guise of being a civilian secretary, but or something like that. But she ended up, one of the things she did was she was, you know, to service like the officers, you know, and but she also. She was an entrepreneur. She was, like, kind of ahead of her time. (laughs) Yeah, quite
0: frankly, yeah.
2: Yeah, she sold Mm -hmm. cars to the GIs. She was, like, had an import-export business. She started a, you know, a a, a hair salon on the base. (laughs) It was (laughs) a fun part. No, it was, it was like, great. It I was remember watching
0: part. that. And I, used to, I mean, that to me at the time, because there was no DVRs or any of this stuff mm-hmm. back then. It was There was V there was v- 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 VCRs. Or VHS or VCRs. But, you know, I didn't pay attention to that. So, you really, literally back in those days, it kind of was must-watch TV. I mean, you made appointment television. Yes, mm-hmm. you did. You did yeah. make appointment mm-hmm. television.
2: And there were some good shows back then. There was Twin Peaks. Yep. There was thirty something. Thirty something. Uh, oh, were not you my.
5: Were you on? Didn't? Were you on that for a second? Like, did you have something? Thirty something. Yeah.
2: I did an episode. Yeah. Guest star. Oh, yes. Yeah, and that was a good experience too. <laughs> yeah, because that show was
0: really hot. At it the was hot at the time. time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Although yeah. I, you know, I mean, I never loved it because it was like a bunch of whiny adults. <laughs> I know. A,
2: a, a bunch of whiny they white sound, people. White people. like millennials yeah. now. Just kidding.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Except they're more diverse. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> millennials. millennials. I'm so sorry. No, you I love
5: millennials. They get such a bad rap, millennials. Have I
0: you know. tried talking to one, not talking I about your I have one. Son? No, no so your why? son, yeah. but your son was raised differently. Have you ever tried, like, go into a market and try and talk to a millennial and ask them for service? Oh, I, I can't, I you know, because my
2: son is one, yeah, you know, I can't. All right.
0: uh... Well, we bashed them enough, so we <laughs> bashed them enough for you. So then um, did you, because I don't remember because I did my research, did you or did you not get nominated or anything while you were on China Beach? I got
2: nominated three times for an Emmy. And, and what won... bitch did you lose oh, it to? Mm-hmm. But I won an Emmy yeah. one yeah. year, okay. 1990. Okay. I, was, I was eight months pregnant <gasps> with my son, Huey. At the time, and um, and yeah, that was that was a I <laughs> the things you think about, you know, when those th- you know, because first off, I was quite pregnant, you know, and I remember Bebe Newworth had won for I think she was in uh, Cheers, Cheers, or, yeah, because before yeah. Frasier, mm-hmm. right? She was like Fraser's girlfriend, wasn't Correct. she? Correct mm-hmm. on Cheers, on Cheers, and yeah. that's how that. So she had won, you know, best supporting actress in a comedy show, like. Like, right before me or something. I just remember, like, the way she just, like, zipped up those stairs (laughs) to receive her Emmy. And I thought, oh, my God, if this, if I my name is, I I, I don't think I'm going to, I'm not going to be able to zip up those (laughs)
3: stairs.
2: (laughs) And and then my name was called, and I was, and the actor who's now deceased, um, Richard, Geez, I can't remember his name oh my god he was on um he was on a sitcom that was on NBC which of course I'm blanking on right now Empty
0: Nest yes he was on Soap Soap. yes 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 Richard I don't remember his last name yes he
2: announced my name and he of course my name gets mispronounced often (laughs) it gets mispronounced Marge instead of Marg and he said Marge Helgenberger and I did correct him on, <laughs> on, on uh you know well at live but i felt i needed to yeah you, know? you have to yeah, yeah um it wasn't anything against him i you know anyway so uh so okay that getting up the stairs and then this was really weird like so i go back i go off uh you know they escort you off and then you they take take you b- backstage where you, you meet with all the press and and photographers etc but maybe because i was eight months pregnant there was i had this thought thinking I, this is so weird this is gonna be weird like somebody could just like kidnap me and ask take me someplace like i wouldn't know where i was going it's you know like it's just, it probably was yeah. the hormones. Yeah. it had to be Estrogen, because right? who the fuck
0: thinks that
3: right. i know
0: <laughs> that's what i thought
3: it wasn't like oh my
0: <laughs> because then you probably would have given birth. <laughs> That's
2: a <some> good thing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yes, I was excited, but it was that was. A, I remember that thinking, and I remember thinking that was a weird thought to have. Yeah. You know, but I probably because I was pregnant. Yeah, I was it like, has to know, be. I just hormonal. me that I'm. Like. And you're
4: protective too, right? Yeah, your yeah. heightened antennas are up, right? You know that uh, mother bear instinct point. steps in. You know, mm-hmm. it, you're yes, already thinking exactly. forward, right?
5: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. What was it like winning an Emmy? Like, how oh could you describe that?
2: Oh God! I mean, you know, I suppose it would would have been more nerve wracking if I hadn't wasn't pregnant, you know. Cause, yeah, but that, because I was, you know. Um, I uh, it it. I mean, it was it was a thrill, you know. Nice. And, it was, and it puts
1: you into the next bracket, doesn't it? Yeah, it heightens your yes. status. It yeah. definitely Fantastic. does.
2: Mm-hmm. Yes, it definitely. Yeah, that show was like a real, like I said, game changer for me. And
0: um, but it was a fun cast too. Like Dana's a friend of mine, Dana Delaney. Yeah, and you guys worked a lot together. Yes, we
2: did. We did. And um, we we, I, we we had a good time working. I mean, we really had a, a good chemistry. Um, well, it showed know. on screen. Yeah, it
0: really did. And um, she's she's gonna come on the show, and she was like, I want to come on when Marg's on. Like, sorry, I can't fit you in the same room. Room. Oh. <laughs> that would be fun to do that, that with her. Fun, well, though, when, well, you actually. know what? When she comes on, if you want to come back on, we might as well oh bring everybody God. and do a China Beach reunion. Why not? Oh, oh nice.
2: We've had a few of those over the
3: years. I know, but
0: did they ever try and remake it? Or, you know how they sometimes do those wraparound shows where, like, 20 years later, then they uh-huh. get everybody and they get everybody interviewed and they do the clip reel and, and tell stories? Did they ever do that for China Beach? Um, I mean it's
2: it was it was um the Paley Center did a thing for us but and they also because the show um because of the use of music that it had like this extraordinary a collection of music of that of that era which included you know the great Motown mm-hmm. and you know rock music and you, you name it right so it, which was the soundtrack of viet the Vietnam War mm-hmm. and um but when it came time to, like, syndic- syndicating that show oh. and, and when it came time to, like, that's why it can't even be streamed. They finally they finally um, released uh, the DVD collection of, of all the episodes. But every single artist of all the music that was used on that show had all those deals had to be negotiated. And it took, oh. like, eight years. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, because it included, like... Bob Dylan and right. Sir Paul oh McCartney and on and on and on and on you know so yeah. therefore I don't know that in order mm-hmm. for that show to be streamed because I get this like on Twitter or whatever mm-hmm. followers were saying how can I see this show I well the only way you can really see it is if you get this DVD collection and um so unfortunately it's almost like you know kind of like a c- caught up in. it's sh- like a show that never happened because
0: murphy brown mm-hmm. i mean i worked on the original murphy brown yes i'm that old yes uh, murphy brown mm-hmm. was on when we were and the they, original murphy brown and yeah. we and everyone when we were starting to launch it for the new one that's no more that's we got canceled that got canceled um a lot of, we were trying to put it on because it was nowhere but it was the same thing because they used motown music Oh. And that's why it never was in syndication. Wow. That's well that's not the one of the reasons I mean, I don't know what the reason it got canceled. Is it but still
2: not in syndication? They they Murphy bought Press? a
0: few episodes to at least get out there, but it's mm-hmm. still not in syndication. I think you can find it like in some weird things, but I don't know how they get around mm. that. Yeah, the
2: music thing.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> but speaking of music, I know. I know as a fact cuz I've known you a long time mm-hmm. that you love music. I do. Yes. And I'll never forget this one group and it's a long time ago that you turned me on to Black Rebel Motorcycle yes! <laughs> <laughs> What? They were friends of mine. I had no idea. All I know is it well, Marg and I were at between China Beach and CSI. There were a lot of movies of the week. Yes. And she was one of the movies of the week. Queens. The nineties, the nineties, really? and I worked with her on those because I didn't. I mean, I don't did China Beach, so I'm after China Beach, Marg, which is thirty years ago, and we had some really interesting times. Yes. Those movies of the week, um, <laughs> but I remember we were doing after we did the movies of the week, we would send the photographer on location, whatever they shoot photography, and then we always had to do a print advertising shoot. Yes, yes. and always, yes. always after the fact when there was money, um, and so I remember this one shoot. We always ask the actor what what would you like to hear and she pulled out a whole bunch of cds because play this one i'm looking at it going black rebel motorcycle club and uh-huh. i still have that cd somewhere oh. in my collection oh you do i do i do i do oh.
2: so what are you listening wow. to now you know what I'm obsessed with this summer? Billie Eilish. Oh, I love Billie Eilish. Yeah. Are you a jo bad William. guy? Yeah, oh, my <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. So you're a tough guy. Like it really rough guy. Mm-hmm. You're a guy. Just right, a puff guy. <laughs>
5: <laughs> I even. She's only 17. Jesus. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm.
2: It's so just I- a. Old Soul. Yeah. Uh, So talented. So talented. I mean, she's like the big sensation this summer. Mm -hmm. In fact, they even like Mm re-released that song, Bad Guy, with bieber doing uh <laughs> a verse uh,
5: a verse wow yeah. big. when bieber comes into your song then you know you've made it oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. well i'm sure she listened to bieber right. when she was yeah seven years old right. or whatever
2: Actually, yeah, you know? that's six true. and seven years old so she's probably thrilled as all get out yeah i would think so but yeah i love um yes and she's so i mean i've gone back to you know she had a, a music like when she was released at 15 exactly mm. On SoundCloud, mm-hmm. you know, I guess she's the first big SoundCloud mm-hmm. star. star. Oh. Yeah. Well, the
0: music business sucks now, anyway.
2: But there's a lot. of well, the music, the, the business, business sucks. the business. Sucks, but there's, sucks.
0: there's good music being mm-hmm. yes. been being m- made and because and the thing produced was produced like the 70s. I mean, the 70s was kind of weird. I mean, you know, they had good music. I like rock, so I mean, rock yeah, music was okay. I like rock music. 80s too. was awesome because it yes. was a whole new sound. Yes. It was totally different. Synthesizers, just insanity the 90s grunge know, grunge ska ska but i don't like ska mm. but i mean the grunge thing came but there was a lot of one hit wonders in the 90s just a lot of one hit wonders yeah yeah and then right. it kind of sort of shifted then to hip-hop and r&b yes which, pre- which predominated it and it sort for of like time. left no area for other music mm-hmm. to develop i mean they were out there and you had to find it but everything on the radio, everything everywhere is hip-hop, R&B. And I don't know, are you a fan the, of that in stuff? The, in the 90s. Yeah. Um,
2: <laughs> believe it or not, also when I was close to about eight months pregnant, I went to a Public Enemy concert. Oh, Whoa.
5: no, you did. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. I did.
2: Weren't uh, They're pretty dirty. Fight the power. <laughs> <laughs> Fight the power. Wow. This yeah. is when you were pregnant? I was pregnant, yes. I mean, and the whole... The,
0: Nation of Islam was up on stage with them. And, um, <laughs> you? Never mind, zip. I'm not going to say what I just were going to say. I'll just, I'm just politically correct sometimes.
2: Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I don't really listen to Public Enemy much these days, but I do. I like R and B. I mean, I love art, um, but that's music.
0: See, to me, that's music.
2: But there's some there's some um, hip hop that, I'll, or, or well, I can't say it. Like, listen to that much rap, but like, like hip hop that has like. A, a good beat. groove you yes. know or um yeah do you um, like to dance yeah oh my god yes Come on, put on a song let's oh. see mark dance <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> like, i
0: would never do that to you never well you know one of <laughs> my
2: favorite places to dance is either at a rap party okay you know because everybody's having a good time and you've wrapped yeah. your show for the season or the if it in those days sometimes you would have rap parties for uh, they, days of movies of the week right right um or wedding dances because Mm. it's like all ages right everybody's up on the dance floor everybody's having a good time Mm. and um it's just so much fun i love it i'm going to i'm going to my ex-husband's wedding oh alan's getting married he's getting married and on august 3rd oh wow see i love that you guys still talk we we talk Pretty often. We, talk, we talked earlier today, in fact, actually. So would you,
0: like, consider him a close friend? Yes. For sure.
2: Yes. Because how
0: long? were You were together for
2: a while, no? We were together a long time. We were together 23 years. Uh, married almost 20. Hmm. Yeah. So, you know, I still consider him my soulmate. Yeah. You know? And we're just, you know, it's... Uh, and we have a son together, so, you know, that's Well, that's obvious. the good part. But how
0: many couples do you know, famous or not famous, that have children, and they just put, like, themselves first and all that crap and that arguing? And
1: it's just ridiculous. <sighs> you should put the children first and yeah. the story.
2: Yeah, always.
1: Always <clears throat> be friends. Yeah. Always. Oh, yes, always. Be, unless Unless yeah.
2: somebody's just so grotesque. If somebody, one of the, you know, whether it's, you know, well, which, like which
0: person it yeah. is. but. Uh, well, if your husband's a pedophile... I mean, like, oh, that's, like, no. the worst thing ever. I mean, <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, seriously, that is like the that would be, like, the worst scenario in a marriage oh if God. your husband is a pedophile. I mean, you know, he could steal and do drugs, but when they're a pedophile oh. to me, that's, like, the worst
2: thing anybody could be That ever. reminds
0: me of this. I read this. It
2: was this feature story in the New York Times about a woman who was doing a one-woman show about mm-hmm. her experience mm she discovered that her husband she, like he was like t- t- child pornography he had like all, was visiting all these sites and stuff oh, they stayed married though that's really? the thing they had two children together and they stayed married and i'm not telling tales out of school because it was in the new york times, times right he was he was the actress you know jane alexander yes, jane, it, yes. it was her it's her son oh Ooh. yeah yeah, and they worked through this, like, th- with, through therapy, and they stayed together, and they're raising their children together. But, oh, my
0: God. I I don't, that would be, I don't know. That would be horrible to, like, I, I couldn't. I could I don't even want to, I mean, I, I, I don't want to even be friends with the pedophile. If I find somebody like a pedophile as a friend, I wouldn't even want yeah, to no, do that's, it. That's, that's, that's a, like, the worst crime, I think, ever. Mm-hmm.
5: Speaking of yeah. crime, um, you know, I, I'm sorry to segue here, but you I... you going to talk about CSI? I was going to get
3: into that, actually.
1: <laughs> nice one, baby.
5: <laughs> well, as long as we're talking about pedophiles and all that. Um, no, but I saw you on Letterman. I was watching some of your old, like, it was on YouTube. And I was watching you on Letterman, and uh, he was asking you about you having to do research to get into the part. And you said mm-hmm. something about... You were in Vegas and there was a body and you were so cool about it cuz you didn't want to make it look like it was you didn't want to sensationalize the truth of being there an actual life that was lost.
3: Mm-hmm. But you did
5: bring up that you had to go on and do these things that that for research,
2: right? Um, yes. I mean, I that's one of the great things about mm-hmm. being an actor is that mm-hmm. you get to live these this, you know, these lives vicariously through, you know, you, you know, like this, i have i been doing this show, All Rise, um, CBS Mondays at 9, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, this fall, September 23rd? Uh, sure. Okay.
3: Um,
2: anyway, you uh, so I've been, like, g- observing a judge in her courtroom oh. in, in Pasadena. My son's in law school, so he's externing with this woman judge, and she's a contemporary, and it's family law, so it's like child custody cases which is of course sad and all yeah. that stuff but um but on, on a CSI oh god I loved writing with with this criminalist Yolanda McCleary is her name and she, she the character my character Catherine Willows was loosely based on her um Anthony Zeicher who created CSI had spent a lot of time with some criminalists and before he created this show and Oh, yeah. The, one of the calls when I was on a ride with her was, you know, dead body at the Hard Rock Hotel. Wow. And, um, yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. And then he ended up being this gentleman, um, the deceased, who ended up being, because I had gone to Vegas specifically to g- ride with her, Yolanda, and then visit the coroner's office and actually witness autopsies. Oh, my Cause goodness. Because I'd never done that. Oh, my goodness. And I felt, I you know here I'd been doing the show oh, for I, two years, and I, I, wow. I, was in a lot of scenes with you know looking over dead bodies but they were all prosthetic or whatever right so um anyway so when we're in the hotel room while we're like i'm going through it's like because she's like was letting me kind of like you know i put on gloves you know and she helped me like she says what do you so what what do you think we should like collect you it was know? like a yeah. test <laughs> It
3: was
0: like a real life test like shit yeah yeah, what yeah. You fancy you
2: were, mm. pick and choose yeah <laughs> yeah. Fancy, yeah. yeah so uh, you know and it was and there was like suspicious cirques they used to call it <laughs> with um the fact that the door had been left ajar and there was like leaves on his shirt and stuff and um anyway so she, she, and we, you know, checked out his, his toiletries, blah, blah, blah. There didn't seem to be like a lot of, you know, suspicious things. It just looked, you know, you, you surmise that he died of like drugs and alcohol. Mm. Um, but Ugh. you don't know because,
0: uh, you gotta but open see in it TV, and do the toxology reports. But see in TV, if it was a TV thing, he'd be in. His, it was in his hotel room. Yeah, with some stuff. It'd be in television that he was actually in the parking lot with drugs and alcohol. Someone did him, dragged him through the bushes, put him back in the yeah. hotel. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. that's totally the, TV. The, the yeah. Flashbacks, yeah, the all those flashbacks. flashbacks.
2: Yeah, yeah. So anyway, she said, Yolanda said, "I bet since you're going to the coroner's office." The following day. I bet he'll be one of the bodies. And he was. Did you say hi? Oh. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Yeah. So that was interesting to... I mean, you know, it's not for the... Weak stomach. No, yeah.
4: no. Hey, Mark, do you get a lot of fan mail from the CSI from, you know, girls growing up wanting to go into that field and, you know, it just seems like it's such a big draw. For I get
2: so people. many y- girls still yeah. that come up to me, girls and young women that say, I was obs- I'm obsessed with that show or I was obsessed with that show and... I, I'm going. I'm. I'm graduating with a you know degree in criminology, and you know it just it, mm-hmm. it's that show. In fact, there's a documentary that I'm in that's coming out soon called um, "This Changes Everything," and I was asked to be a part of this documentary um, because uh, the actress Gina Davis. She's she has this um, foundation. Yeah, I love her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, she's a wonderful actress. She started this foundation in which she was studying. Um, doing research on data, collecting data on um, programs that just to see there would be positive role models for um, girls. Because she was watching like cartoons or something with her young daughter, like a two-year-old. And she's like, why are there so few like – Girls' characters, female mm-hmm. characters, in these cartoons, and anyway, so mm-hmm. she saw that, they're, like they're all this, like overwhelming data that supports the fact that you know there's just not enough positive um, representation of, of girls or women in mm-hmm. in, te- in media, television, film, mm-hmm. video games, etc. And but CSI was like one of the huge exceptions, and that it showed, you know, if you can see it. If you can yeah if you can see it you can be it right mm-hmm. the, all these young women who f- you know flock to that field of uh you know forensic science and and because of csi and because mm-hmm. of C-Cath- my character Catherine willow so that, to me, is just so – I uh, was you know so honored to be a part of this documentary, which includes, like, all these amazing people, like mm.
0: Meryl Streep and Shonda Rhimes nice. and, wow. on, and mm-hmm. on and on and
2: yeah. on. But, you
0: know, that show – I mean, for CBS, that built an empire oh and made – my God. That every, show was a monster. It was out of the gate. Out of the gate, because I did the pilot. I did the pilot. That's – Right? Oh, my God. In Vegas? Yeah, we were everywhere. Yeah. So I did the pilot, and we were all... It was a little graphic too. The show was a yeah. little graphic. Yeah. And I was Danny like Daddy Cannon. Yep, Daddy Cannon. And I love that show. I mean I love I went to law school, so I love that sort of <gasps> oh, criminal stuff. You went to stuff. law school? Did you I tell went. me that? Did I know that? Never I didn't no. know that. You gay? <laughs> Did you ever practice law? Never. Oh. I went, I grew because I had no idea what I wanted to do after college. So I thought, Oh, I'll just go to law school. Much too...
2: You've you got to be pretty smart to go to law school. I guess Very I'm okay.
0: Yeah. I guess I guess so. Yeah. I won't Where'd say you go it, to school? UCLA Law. Oh, well Good done, girl. You.
1: That <laughs> sounds like a show. No, yeah. no, 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 no.
0: Well, I mean, I didn't know what to do. I wanted to get into the entertainment business. I didn't know what to do. Out of college, I panicked. I lived... And I just picked up... After, I mean, I applied to law school... I got in, I thought, huh, it's okay, it's law school. It's not med school, right? It's like gonna be easy in my head. Wow. Um, Well, because I thought it would be easy. And I came out here. All that reading and all that writing?
1: All all that learning. Oh,
4: Oh,
0: yeah. The only thing I, the only class I loved, love, love, was criminal law.
4: Oh. It's the only the same thing I love. same for me with psychology. So my degree's in psychology, and we took a psychology and law class. It was the most fun, the most interesting class about how they pick the jury and the psychology. And Amazing. It, all of that is, is well, fascinating.
2: It is. I mean, law is fascinating. Yeah, it it is. is.
0: It just is. It's a bunch of liars too, but it's it really is 12. good, you know. And then yeah. my background was psychology, so I graduated yeah. with psychology, sociology in college, and then I just grad and then I went to law school, because I thought, what am I gonna do? I want to get into the entertainment business, but I don't know anybody. Blah blah blah. So I thought I'd just be an entertainment lawyer, just like that. Oh, I'll just be an entertainment lawyer. And then I never wanted to take the bar because it's not what I wanted to practice. Mm-hmm. And then when I started going out to um, job interviews the only thing I was offered was an assistant. <laughs> and I'm like, but I'm like, I have a JD. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't matter. You had to, you know, this was back in the day, but you had to sort of pay your dues. Mm-hmm. But in any event, um, so that's how I got into the entertainment business. But we did the pilot of CSI, and it was at the time, because by that time I had been at CBS a while, because I'm, mm-hmm. the, I'm there 30 years this year. But I thought. Congrats. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Congrats. But I thought. I have not seen this type of show out there. Yes, you had the coroner guy, Jack Klugman, Quincy. Yeah. Quincy. There mm-hmm. was stuff, but this was just so amazing, the way it was told. I mean, the, the visuals. And you were invested in the characters, because not only did you find out, okay, this is what we do by day, but this is who we are so you got you for the audience you let them see the behind the curtain of the characters of your character of Billy's character of George's character I mean so it was like a marrying of everything so you sort of had it all there it also you know launched in
2: 2000 so it was you know Sherlock Holmes for the 21st century with all of that state-of-the-art equipment Mm -hmm. and and that doesn't
1: really exist right
2: the, Does it? The, those, that equipment. I mean,
1: wh- when I see you staring at the screen, and then we see all the computer oh, graphics. Oh, that's what. what you are mean. you looking at, really? Uh, yeah, we're just looking. <laughs> I mean, at you're looking blanks, at, 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 at a your blanks lines blanks screen.
2: <laughs> acting. Uh, I no. I I was not one of. those. I didn't like relying on 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 cheat sheets and stuff. I mean, mm. I I had no. Judgment against anybody Mm. who does, but I always kind of tried to learn the lines, but um, (laughs) so obviously some
1: people do Yeah, uh, Mm -hmm.
2: yes, not so much on on CSI, you know You saw that was soap operas because they had those teleprompters in those days, you know This one actor I worked with we were like eventually get the the, car characters got married and stuff and he was always looking at the teleprompter and it was just so annoying (laughs) but i digress (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) but no the 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 equipment that we actually used on on csi some of this the super high tech stuff the companies that were launching this this these this this expensive you know machinery wanted it on CSI because it 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 got so many eyeballs you know so many people Mm -hmm. but sadly you know most crime labs didn't have don't have it no the resources of course to to afford that kind of equipment so you know CSI did have like fundraisers and stuff like that so a lot of crime labs could um, get this equipment also, the other thing too is what's sad about crime lives is you know the backlog of right. cases, the
1: rape cases, yes, the you know, rape know, cases, the thousands in, particular. in a storeroom right. that have yeah. been there for twenty years. What
5: yeah. what did what did getting into this character and having to d- get into this sort of this dark side of life? What did that do energetically to you? I mean, were you able to just? Because I've heard sometimes things weigh heavily on actors characters, and they they have trouble disassociating when the when the job is done. You know, d- tell us. If you wouldn't mind, how that affected you.
2: Well, I'd have to say the first five seasons of that show because the shit, the, we were, um, our, our crime unit was the, the graveyard shift. So, you know, we were working mm-hmm. whatever, 10 to six or something like that. And so therefore the show shot a lot at night. <laughs> okay. And oh, yeah. because it gives it a much more like, you know, evocative, yeah. mm-hmm. eerie, creepy, feeling Mm -hmm. right and it was just uh that just the hours alone and working at night you know Mm -hmm. and i my son was nine when i started that show it was that that wore me down Mm -hmm. more than the the cases did i guess because Mm -hmm. we also were you know solving the cases if i suppose if i had i played like some kind of a serial because i have many actor friends who play that consistently even though like they're like the sweetest people the sweetest men you know, and they are consistently cast as like bad guys no. and losers, and mm-hmm. they just said it just wears you down. Yeah. In fact, one of my close friends is his actress, Chloe Webb. Mm. She's a w- wonderful actress. And, um,. She, you know, like her first big thing was when she was cast as Nancy Spungen in that classic cult film, oh Sid and Nancy. Yeah, oh no. And she, which she, in which she was so damn good, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, that was a
0: great movie. What about the farewell drugs,
2: <laughs> Sid? Right? <laughs> oh my God, she's so good in that movie. But. um... But then she she had this long like recurring stint on Shameless yeah. that shows Shameless in which she like she would which I have to say I never saw her on it but she would say Marge I'm the worst mother ever <laughs> <laughs> but she and she said it just wears you down yeah. you know she just you know would turn mm-hmm. stuff down which would be good projects but she just can't mm-hmm. go go down that road yeah, anymore
0: I it's I hard. mean usually
2: I get cast luckily I've I, I, once in a while I do get like, get cast as bad girls you know um uh which can be fun you know but it's usually like a limited thing like a series playing it in a series in which you're like a a chronic you know bad person that would be that really? would wear me down.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. I would think so. So let's talk about All Rise. Let's, let's All Rise. I have let's to talk rise. about All Rise. <laughs> yeah, but it's a good show. It's a great courtroom drama. Why don't you? How did you come about? I mean, did you do you audition even? Do they just call you? How that work? All right. Well, this last pilot season, which was you know
2: January, February, March um, of. Eight to... Nineteen.
3: 19. 19. Yeah. <laughs> Time
2: warp. <laughs> I've had so... My life has changed so much in the last huh? few months because of this... I sold my house and moved and, you know, new relationship, blah, blah, blah. Oh, um, we're getting there. Oh, my <laughs> god.
0: So make all rise pretty quick. <laughs> Let it rise and fall quickly. <laughs>
2: um, anyway, so this pilot season... Um, there were actually I mean you know I am not 30 years old yes you <laughs> uh, are <laughs> uh, you know the, the, the roles get fewer and farther between as you get older which that's the, for men and women but I think it's harder for women and um, even with all the the content mm-hmm. but most of the content all the you know mm-hmm. content that's out there is still pretty much for people like 40 and under anyway mm-hmm. having said that there was a Quite a few scripts that actually there were like some decent parts for you know someone of my age and um, but usually what ends up happening is because we're all like kind of all wanting these parts you know (laughs) and many of them are just straight up are straight out offers which I get Um, anyway so the All Rise was well at at the time it was called Courthouse. Courthouse right and I thought hmm. Oh, that's a pretty generic title. Whatever. Okay, I'll read this thing, and I'd read a few others that were pretty good. You know, pretty interesting of p- p- other pilot scripts, um some of which I I think are going to be on the air on other networks. But anyway, so but I started. I said, okay, I'll read it. Right, and a few pages in, I'm like, man, this writing is pretty good. It's mm-hmm. like in the days of like the heyday of like la law you know Mm -hmm. that good like that good kind of writing and and then i just got got engaged and it was kind of effortless to read it the role i play judge benner um is only is very minimal in the pilot like two two scenes i mean there's a couple of scenes i'm in but not don't really have dialogue so and i called up my manager i said is this the part? <laughs> <laughs> and she said, yeah, that's, I said, okay. Um, I said, I know, Mike Robin, who directed the pilot and who's directing the first episode and is one of the producers. I'd known Mike, this guy, Mike, for many years. And I've always liked him and never worked with him, but he's in that whole Stephen Bochco world mm-hmm. of television. Ah. And, um, so he came up, you know, like Steven, like really groomed him. And, you know, and, and obviously Stephen Bochco is kind of a legend in, in network television, um, the late Steven Um, Anyway, so I said, just go, just go meet with 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 him and with um, Greg Spottiswood, who wrote the pilot. And this guy, Len Goldstein, who was the producer, is the, one of the producers. And we had so much fun. And it was I just loved what they had to say and uh they were ex- so excited it's, it's nice to be wanted yeah, you know what yeah. i mean mm-hmm. and um i said okay i'm in cool. right and um and then you know they they it took them a long time to land the the cast in particular the role of this character lola who's kind of she's the judge that is 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 uh, sworn in in the mm-hmm. in the pilot episode and they finally landed on this wonderful actress African-American actress named Simone Missick she's wonderful mm-hmm. the whole cast is is really wonderful and fun and talented and very diverse both in front and behind the cameras it's so cool yesterday I went through uh, we had a hair and makeup test so that included like DPs and you know uh, gaffers whatever and I was like and of course hair and makeup and it was like oh this is really like kind of cool. I, it's like the real walk, world. It's yeah, like the yeah. real world,
3: exactly.
2: And because it's set in LA County Superior wow. Courthouse, mm-hmm. of course it's going to be diverse, mm-hmm. you know. Right. So it that uh, that also was, was hi- hugely appealing to me when I read read the read the script. And then of course when they saw the cast, I mean I'm sort of like the only kind of straight up like white girl on the show. Yeah, yeah actually, yeah. when we
0: did the photo shoot. Because we did the the new season photo shoot, and we had all seven of you there. There's seven principles, right? Yeah. Yes. Seven. Yes. Yes. Wilson though. Wilson is oh, the, white, He's the boy. Token yeah. white boy. He's the, and you're t- the and token white boy in your white girl. But everybody else is completely diverse, but yes. it was so wonderful cuz I did not work on the pilot. I I was No, you did not. I did not. Um but I got the show so I was really stoked about it. Oh, um, yeah. because of Me you. Too. Nice. And not only you, but then I met this whole other bunch of b- amazing, beautiful oh. souls. They are, and literally, these shoots take hours mm-hmm. to do. And you left early because I made sure of that. But the others. Mm-hmm. Thank you, again You're welcome, Mark. <laughs> um, <laughs> but the others, they were just, they entertained themselves. And you could really see that there was this camaraderie and a bond between all of you. I mean, we did the first group shot. And I can't say what it is because the, the ads that are out yet. But we had naked, some music. It? Not naked. <laughs> Not naked. <laughs> but it's Shame. on the two. A,
3: exactly. <laughs> it's on a
0: platform. You move fast. And music came on and you guys oh. just started dancing. Oh. I mean literally oh. dancing. And it was like, Oh, this show's gonna go around well. Yeah. I you know, went for the upfronts,
2: um, for those of you who don't know it's like you know all the networks uh, have these, these
3: advertising people uh, yes
2: and it's like a big launch and celebratory thing you go get flown to New York and it's all it's all fun i mean it's hard it's work yeah you're still working yeah you're working because you're you know talking to a lot of press and you're But with you t- some alcohol food you know and schmoozing with uh, all the advertisers that are in from all over the country and stuff and this group of actors we're just so much fun to be with, you know, because it's hard to kind of keep saying the things, the same things over. over and over and mm-hmm. over again. And mm-hmm. how to like, you know, you s- seem like you're, uh, you can't think clearly, you can't be articulate or whatever, but because everybody kind of like when somebody was like, couldn't quite come up with the answer, like another person would step mm-hmm. in and, and just always very energetic and so much fun. Mm-hmm. And I, I was like, oh my god i'm like i'm in good hands here with this group no
0: i'm excited we start production on monday so yeah. i i'm right? going to be there because <laughs> i just want to see you guys are you working monday i'm not okay well i'll come back unless the shooting schedule changes yeah i don't know well it, it is the 11th hour i don't think the call sheet has come out yet either i'm,
5: <laughs> I'm sure not
0: the script just came out yesterday
2: so <laughs> But so,
5: your character comes back in other episodes uh, you said it was you, in the pilot only a couple times you're in it but does your character come back a lot throughout the next
2: the next episode the like so i guess it would be the second episode mm-hmm. um i have four or five scenes but I'm the kind of but the scenes I have like actually um Simone who plays the character Lola she said this best because a lot of my scenes are with her because I was the one that I'm grooming her for this wow. position and so on and she goes you know Marg like because we did like all like th- all th- three of these scenes like back to back to back on the last day of the pilot episode that we shot and she goes you kind of like come in and you like drop a bomb and then you, you go, and I go, yeah, I kind of do, yeah, and I kind of do that in this one too, and I like that. Well, your character's you know? sassy.
0: Well, she's I mean, she's she's, yes. she's, a, she's like she's smart, obviously. Yeah. She's she's you know who she is. But I love that you just kind of deliver it. But the way you deliver it, with the words that they give you, but you add your twist to it. It could you could have played it bitchy, or you could have played it. But I just love the way that you do play it. It's sort of like loving, but you just make sure your point is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And that's that's
2: what I I really like about the character. But she is. Yeah. She's. she's Tough. Yeah. Yes. Firm but powerful. powerful. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Firm but fair. Yeah. All right.
0: So we're going to swap it now. Oh, <laughs> it's going to get personal. <laughs> no, not that personal. It's it's you. You don't have to talk. I want to. I want to ask Cheryl a couple. Of them. Mm.
2: All right. Go well, you, right. You,
0: like right. you know what? Yeah. Let's do this. Hold yeah. on. Let me just see if anybody wants to call in because I think you're just captivated. We usually get callers. 323-524-2599 If you want to talk to Mark. All right. Mark and Cheryl, go.
4: You know, Mark, I did feel that this um, show is going to really create um, a following. You know, it did feel like it was going to be around a while. Just to let you know, and I felt like you know the topic in this, the topic of this show, it hasn't really been just, it's not it hasn't been on TV yet. You know, so it is something new, which you know television's always looking for the next big thing, and there's really some uh, momentum around this. Is what I'm feeling. Oh, you know? good. And I felt it feels like the team that you're working with you know, is is kind of a young team, maybe a new team, but that has, it's open to a lot of growth and diversity. I mean, what a better platform than LA County, you know? I mean, it's just such a great stage or city to work with. There's so much going on. It could really be about so many different things. And it felt like your character, I don't know, but it just felt like your character gets um, more of a, more of a, lead or something like that where it starts talking about the your personal life the character's Mm -hmm. personal life starts coming into play Mm -hmm. so it's interesting that you mentioned that you're in a relationship now and you're moving and your life is changing but also with the show it feels like that character's relationship also also starts coming into more of the forefront you know yeah
2: yeah well Greg the uh, writer had mentioned that to me um mm. in when I the initial meeting I had with him and and uh, and, and I I've pretty much always been on like in, t- in series I've pretty much always been on ensemble uh S- television which is kind of the only way to do our television yeah oh no because otherwise it's just, you're killing yourself if you're like the single <laughs> yeah, lead the and one. stuff mm-hmm. yeah i mean it's really hard to be a single lead um anyway so it's nice to you know not to work every single day all day you know and it gives you like time to kind of re- regroup and mm-hmm. you know um but yes he did reference the fact that, and especially being a supervising judge you know and having been in the system for a while you know the way, you know plea deals you know they're always trying to like mm-hmm. encourage you know it's all done by judge. plea deals mostly. yes yeah people mm-hmm. that didn't even commit the crime yeah, It, right? it just, they still have to make a deal yeah yes yeah. mm-hmm. so you know in order to kind of survive the system you know she has had to compromise like her original um, Ethics or whatever and that because I think she she had originally started off again like, like a family law type of uh, You know as, as a judge in family law and ch- mm. children's court and which has got to be heartbreaking. Yes. Oh my god, you know um, but the fact that you know, she's now like championing this this um, this new judge um, and Who really does like stand up pretty firm mm-hmm. with her principles and mm-hmm. she's she's not afraid to like say we're going to trial um you know i kind of have to like assess my like okay i i know this is the way things because you, again you don't have the resources to for everything to go to trial sadly you know um but uh so yeah i'm looking
0: forward to it i think it's gonna yeah. be
2: really interesting and fun and um i, I like i like all the people very Sounds much like it's
0: gonna run and run right yeah yeah so hold on that so what else fashion. you want to ask something to cheryl What about this guy that
4: that you're dating? (laughs) What about the new guy, Cheryl? The new guy. The new guy is a new relationship, yeah? Yeah. Okay. I mean relatively new yes yeah, yeah, like the yeah. last few months I like that um, so um, the question is uh, how about this guy it, it feels like a lot of fun it feels like a lot of fun it feels like a lot of socializing it feels like something that becomes more intimate over time or serious over time so it does feel like the two of you walking the path together so to speak, where it's just you and him. So maybe more exclusivity, that type of feeling. Um, you know, and it feels romantic along the way, too, you know, where there's times that you can dance or, you know, take it easy with each other. But um, I do feel really good communication for some reason. I don't know if that mm. makes sense to you, but it feels like good communication with that's this Important. Partner. Yeah, that's interesting, because, you know, there have been times in
2: which I've Written in my journal. Um <laughs> And now yeah, everybody journal. will hear about it. <laughs> you know, like, you know, the things that I've been moaning I mean, like, you know, it is with every new relationship, you're like, especially in the in the world of texting. Uh, you know, is Julie's, he younger? He's a few years. Okay. Younger. All right. A few years. Okay. Um but uh yeah, I mean, it seems like because there's just so much misinterpretation with texting. Oh, yes. Oh,
0: yes. Best way yeah. to have a
5: misunderstanding. Yeah. Yeah. Best
0: way to have a non-relationship. Yes, it's definitely. Ugh. There, I, I cannot stand. And, you know, you, we, this is, I'm not blaming millennials because uh, <laughs> older people do it now, too. Yeah. I will sit there and text friends. I mean, I don't. They usually text. I usually text back. Then you get in this long conversation, yeah. and it's like, pick up the phone fucking I phone well, i mean seriously calling
5: after f- about five lines but i do like-
0: but the thing is if they're telling you don't call like, you got a text i mean it's like you want to so talk annoying. to that person you want to engage but you're shut out yeah so and then things and then what happens is maybe a nice fun text because of misinterpretation because there's no tonal in- exactly then you're mm-hmm. sitting here now kind of arguing, yeah. explaining. I'm sorry. What the fuck is that? I know. <laughs> I know. It's bizarre. It's, it's just a weird
4: world uh, that I... Um I don't know. It's difficult it's, to express emotions through yes. texting. I always and tell emojis people, don't, don't do fucking it. cut <laughs> it all the
0: time. There. Because you know, you'll send the wrong emoji, especially if someone's into the emoji and you're like, I just want to say you know, love you, and it's a blue, it's a blue heart, or it's a whatever heart, and all of a sudden it's like S and I didn't mean to say that. I swear to God. Well, that's I'm when sorry,
3: you... and
5: then you have to text them back. Right. Oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to say nothing. I mean, we're just friends. Oh my god, okay. Uh, <laughs> then you look for a gift that you would right. explain it or a, or a meme or mem I meme. Meme, meme. meme meme and uh, that will explain further what you mean it takes
0: anything too anything but long. calling you know what <laughs> no. this matters hi how are you
5: that's a last resort for a lot of people I know it is, yeah. it is. oh god I have to actually talk that's to you kind on of the phone old, old school right yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, but I could see I mean not that I could see or explain it but the younger generation but for people our age seriously yeah I agree. I mean, you I knew know you would. We're
2: friends. That's I, why. I, I, yes. <laughs> yes. 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 So yes. is he
5: dreamy? I mean, he's got a. Heart. Hot body, that's oh, for sure.
2: Yeah, wow. yeah, he is. He's, he's he, yes, he's got a really hot body. Oh. Um, but but he's an interesting guy too. <laughs> <He's, did laughs> you, notice, the,
0: you notice, you <laughs> notice, hot body.
2: Oh, and he's
3: interesting.
0: <laughs> <laughs> don't let him hear this. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
5: no, he's not gonna to fight. Goes, now, know, is he a, guy, is he just an ordinary type of guy? Meaning, like, not in the biz. Like he? he uh, no, he's not in the entertainment business. No, he's in tech
2: which oh, is wow. another yeah. thing why I think the communication mm-hmm. thing is uh, oh with the
0: techie yeah. oh gosh the techie. Yeah, that's hard the techie texting does he tech talk you while you're in bed
3: <laughs> <laughs> no but
5: he,
2: he's very like analyzes a lot uh-huh. of stuff yeah, like analyze oh, it. Yeah, watch out
5: for the and IT see. personalities. Like, remember that Saturday Night light skit a long time ago where the guy sits down, he's like, move! When oh, he's uh, trying to oh, yeah, tell yeah, somebody yeah, how to yeah, do yeah. something, <laughs> move!
3: Yeah, well, he's not,
2: the <laughs> lights like, haven't seen that rudeness. But, uh, <laughs> but no, yeah, I'm still kind of getting I'm it. I'm excited
3: yeah. for you. Yeah, me too. Oh, it sounds you. fun,
2: all these new yeah. beginnings. I know, thank lots you. of new
5: beginnings. Thank oh, you. Um, if you don't mind me asking you, you were talking earlier before the show, we were talking about improv. And yeah. you mentioned that because you it seems to me that all the work you've been in that that have been we've talked about it, have been drama-esque. Would yeah. love to know how when the when you, you know more about improv and comedy and, and if that's something that how you felt when you told me that you took a class recently on that.
2: Yeah, well, it was something that I would always wanted to to study or practice or whatever. Um, from like e- and f- even in, in fact, even at, when I was at Northwestern, I did audition for this uh, improv troupe that Julie Louis Dreyfus got into. <laughs> <laughs> but
1: I didn't. Was she fat? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>?
2: <laughs> no, she was cute. But we were in a we were in the Three Penny Opera, you know, mm-hmm. the yeah. Brecht Brechtville musical uh, at Northwestern. And I was low-dive Jenny, and she was just, like, one of the, you know. Yeah. She was in my brothel.
0: <laughs> so, anyway. Um, you do but, make a good prostitute, though. I've done, I've done it a few I times. I know. For you. Yeah, no, I, more power to the prostitutes. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I have played a fair share of bad girl types. Um, But yeah, anyway, so I, yes, once I had finished, like, my long run on CSI, I was on the show for 11 and a half seasons. It was, you know, great, great run. Um, But I kind of needed a break, right? Um, Anyway. Oh.
0: Oh, hold on. We we actually have a caller. (laughs) Okay. Tell me when. Hey, welcome to Between the Sheets. It's Gay Ann. You're here with my troupe and Mark Helgenberger, who's calling. This is Sean. Hi, Sean. Hi, Sean. You have a question for Marg, I'm guessing. I, well, yeah, for, for all the ladies. You, you know who this is, right? Sean White? Palms. Oh, Sean from the Palms. I didn't hear you. Okay. Sean <laughs> used to be the manor of the oldest lesbian bar in West Hollywood. Which the manor? The manor?
5: <laughs> What's that mean?
0: No, the manager.
5: Oh, manager. <laughs> I'm it. sorry, I was thinking and talking. <laughs> the
0: manager of the Palms, and they knocked it down. Oh, so, oh really? Damn. Yeah, a couple of years ago. Oh. So there's no longer a lesbian bar yes. in the whole city. I heard about that place. Anywhere. What? Really? There's not one lesbian bar. Damn. Yeah. Why did they knock it down? Uh, well, that's a long story I'll tell you later. So, Sean, tell us. What do you want? <laughs> what do you want? What are you calling for? <laughs> mm-hmm. So everybody looks great and beautiful. Hello, everybody. thank oh, uh, no. you. And I used
2: to your show as well. That's when right. Uh, for a few times I was on your show. Um, but I wanted to ask Marg what was her takeaway from those 11 years on CSI? Like what, what, uh, you know, like what what did you may- maybe um, emotionally get? Like I understand about it being like straining and, and tough and difficult hours, but was there like a general takeaway that you got from that specific show, that
0: specific genre of work, does that make sense? My
2: question. Yeah, I mean, um, the CSI was, you know, I mentioned this earlier. It was such a juggernaut that it it mm-hmm. it was a, a so many things all at once. I mean, when a show is that was that successful um, early on, it just uh, it's kind of overwhelming. You know, you're. Everybody, they, everybody's like on on the talk shows is referencing CSI or, you know, and, and uh, Gay-Ann, you'll remember this. You know, the show was so successful right away that it was being put on, like, you know, rebroadcast episodes, like almost immediately. immediately. And in, right. to the point where, like, reruns of CSI were beating the World Series, wow. right? Well, it's yeah. true. And every
0: time... Like every time something failed on the network, like there was yes. new big hit, they'd put on CSI and <laughs> it would do really? it like, like crazy numbers. Yes. Uh. It would do crazy numbers. So <laughs> it was, uh, you know, a phenomenon, yeah.
2: you know, it just that does happen so rarely. And I having been, you know, I, at that point I'd been around for a while and I, would you know, had a, you know, worked quite a bit. So so I knew like how mm-hmm. like special it, it was to be on something that like that. You know, is uh, so unique and almost in groundbreaking and like a real maverick. You know, Um, so that that uh, so it's hard hard to like separate that experience from you know what we were doing, which was great. I mean, there were so many talented people on that show, and we all were so. Working together as a team. I mean, in front of the camera, behind the camera, the writers, uh, the DPs, uh, just the, the the you know, all the special effects, makeup, the the special oh, yeah, effects yeah. department. Amazing. I mean, it was like st- extraordinary talent that mm-hmm. was uh, that was yeah. involved with that show, and it was it's fun to be a part of that ensemble, you know, and it's fun to be on that ride together, and um, you know, and you just want to keep you know making it better and better and and you get inspired by each other Mm -hmm. and you come up with ideas together Mm -hmm. and and sometimes you're coming up with these ideas at three o'clock in the morning so i guess like the the big big takeaway i guess would be and that's i think true of any show successful television show or team or um company or whatever that it's esprit de corps you know it's just a real it's it's team teamwork Mm -hmm. team effort they became like family for
5: you Mm -hmm.
2: oh my gosh i mean you know in some ways you felt like you were spending more much more time with that family than you were your own Mm -hmm. family Mm -hmm. (laughs) which you know you
0: had a lot of guilt i had a lot of guilt about i know everybody has guilt about that you know um well, All thanks, right. Sean. I appreciate you calling, and thanks for watching and listening Absolutely. to the show. Absolutely. Give your Good mom night, my ladies. love. Y'all look great. Same Give your day. mom my love. Thank you. I will. I will for sure. Bye, bye. Bye, bye. Bye. All right. Well, we're on. Om- you know, we've been doing this for an hour and a half already. Oh, I,
2: I know. <laughs> Time flies when <laughs> you have fun, ladies.
0: It. So yeah. I just want to say thank you. I mean, seriously. I mean, this means a lot to me for our friendship, for mm. Lori, for you to sort of believe in me and believe in the show and come on and trust us with you. Um, My
2: pleasure, game I'm going to start it. crying. Oh, I, I
0: know. Like that. I know, <laughs> yeah, you're getting, getting emotional. emotional. Um, I'm getting <laughs> I But I just want to say that thank you, and it's going to be an amazing, yet another amazing ride with you this season on oh, All yeah, Rise. Thank you. Can't and wait. And, really. and so we have to go out drinking um, <laughs> just in the future.
2: Yeah, well, that's the other thing about this cast. <laughs> Like, we finished up, like, yesterday at 5.30 or whatever, and they said, let's go to the smokehouse. That's where oh, we go after the show. Go, yeah. <laughs> yes, the smokehouse. That's <laughs> what we did in China Beach when I shot, you know, Brothers. <laughs> and it's still there. <laughs> I, it's still
5: there. And they filmed uh, L.A., what Confidential? was Confidential? No, no, no. La La Land, the scene oh, in that. Oh, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yes. Oh. right. Gosh. Oh. Mm-hmm. But I, the only reason they didn't
2: join these these kitties um, was because I, my poor dog, I, I just well, felt yeah. guilty. I had to get back to him and stuff, but uh, I'm sure there'll be many opportunities to go to yeah. the smoke house. The smoke house. And, you and know, I want to have
0: you back on because we only tapped a little bit of the surface. And now that we've got everyone all up to date on Marg and her, you know, CBS schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, let's, well, I want you on to talk more dirt. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> sure. But thank you again for coming. Um,
3: thank you. Again. Tony,
0: cue the music. <laughs> it. Got it. Hey, everybody, thank you. Uh, thank another you. episode of Between thank the Sheets. You. Yeah, thank Between you. the Sheets podcast.com. UBN thank you. Go. Um, and we'll be on in two weeks. I think it's August. I don't even know Second. anymore. 2nd. Mm-hmm. August 2nd. We'll have Jonathan Aslay mm-hmm. on. He's an author of a book that I can't remember because Mark Helgenberger's here and <laughs> I can't.
2: There's stars, stars are in your eyes. All I'm going to tell
0: you, <laughs> if, if she swung my way, I would absolutely <laughs> ask her for a date right now. Um, we'll see you soon. Thank you. Don't forget to email me between the sheets mail at gmail.com if you have any questions or suggestions. I want to thank Tony on the boards. Thank, thank you, you, Tony. I want to thank Cheryl. Cheryl Murphy. Thank Where you. can they find you, Cheryl? CherylMurphy.net. We have Mara Shane. Where can they find you besides the bars?
5: You know, you can find me on Facebook right now, Mara Shane. Me Cara too. Cara
0: Noble.
1: Cara Noble or Cara Noble
5: Voice on Facebook. And
1: I also write questions and answers on Quora. Very cool. Also, don't forget
0: another uh, uh, Between the Sheets podcast lady, Melanie oman Kirshner. She has a gallery opening on July 28th. Look at my Facebook page or Between the Sheets Facebook page for the address. I think it's on Robertson. It's, uh, July it's on San Vincente. San Vincente, sorry. Mm-hmm. San Vincente, July 28th. I'll be there, so you should. All right, thank you for watching. Thank you, Mark. Thank you, Lori Glass. Thank um, you, And thank you, everybody. Yes. Have a good night. Yes. Peace. Nice. So much fun. Namaste. Namaste. <laughs> Namaste. <laughs>